There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to Jokes with Mark Simmons, the podcast where I chat to another comedian about gags, routines, bits and bobs that they can't get to work. Um, today... I am. I'm in the park with Joel. Um, why are we in the park, Joel? Uh, because of timing issues. It's nice. And also, it's just nice to spend time with you in a park. <laughs> He's got our legs crossed. It's very nice. I just had something dramatic happen, Joel. I yeah? just came off of the chew. I just saved an old man. Genuinely saved. First thing Mark said to me was, "I've just saved an old man's life." I, ha- I did. Yeah. He could have died. Yeah. So top of the top of the escalator. Mm-hmm. He drops his glasses. He's directly in front of me. He bends down to pick him up. Underestimated how quick he could pick him up. Mm. Got to the end of the escalator, fell over, and I caught him, pushed him That's back beautiful. up. Yeah. I was. And then people kept bashing into me from behind. And they, they were moaning at me. And I was saving them. Oh, man, I've really hurt my wrist, Joel. Yeah, you've got a mark on your wrist. I have got... It's like, I don't know how I did that. Yeah. Well, he bit you. The old man bit you. He might have bit me. But, but uh, well, And then, well, I, went, well, and then I went back into battle and got his glasses That's among, amongst everyone I reckon if I've you really done a good deed today I deserve I think like karma's going to do me alright hey all... if you think Mark's done a good deed give him five stars on iTunes <laughs> hey that's um, good one if you email TFL I reckon you can get that CCTV footage genuinely yeah you, yeah. legally you can request any CCTV you're in then you'll just see me leave the old man <laughs> <laughs> kick him take his pension book <laughs> Yeah, last episode, great feedback. Uh, well, I got feedback actually last week from one that wasn't, that was two or three weeks before okay. for the Laura Lex one. So the joke that I did at Laura Lex in Laura Lex's podcast was um, I've added Cogsworth to the list, top, top of the list of my favourite Disney characters first place for the time being yeah um, didn't work because people don't know who cogsworth is really that not not, <laughs> not you know not enough people um and someone tweeted in saying in the cogsworth disney dinner joke why not change cogs dinner joke oh Did laura I've, changed it to dinner yeah. but it doesn't have to be uh why not change cogsworth to, doc- to doctor who because doctor who is a time being he's and the I, most famous time being he, yeah why didn't i think of that I, i'm not a doctor who fan that's why that's why um, but you love Beauty and the Beast. I love Beauty and the Beast. No, I just Googled a talking clock. And I tried it yesterday, mm-hmm. and it got a better response, but it's still got a bit of a... Uh, yeah. But I'm going to keep trying it, because it, it, it won't be how I said yeah, it. Yeah. There we go. So that's, that's some, some good news. Well done to Angus Foggy. Uh, if you'd like to give feedback uh, for the podcast, uh, tweet at Jokes with Mark or... 
give us a review on iTunes. This week's episode, uh, we are. Oh, it's a special one. It's different. It is. And um, we are in. We are. We we I yeah. am interviewed. Well, it's an interview. Well, I'm silently there. You Maybe are it's there. Worth telling people that you, we do talk to you, innit? I don't know if you're going to cut that bit out. That out. But we've got the noise next door, who are a brilliant improv troupe. So so it's a little bit different, which is nice. So normally we focus on jokes and routines, but they don't have any because they do it all on the spot. Mm. Um, but they do do other things, which you will find out the more you listen to the podcast. Uh, it's a really fun one. So uh, I hope you enjoy it, and I'll talk to you in the outro. So a bit background that's how i know you guys because i worked yeah. at kent university when i left uni and then started comedy and then you guys were doing what was it called play yeah, it just, by ear so we called play it by ear at that point yeah in fact just before that we literally called ourselves whose lines are any hue um <laughs> so we, we really ripped off the show um yeah deliberately intentionally yeah. it was just we were just sort of like going hey that's fun let's do that and we didn't really realize it could be more than that until we started yeah. just playing around yeah Oh, that's awesome. So was that when once you became the noise next door and you were going to Edinburgh, you did you decide to make it more your own because it's in Edinburgh and it could be scrutinized? I or- don't think we were smart enough to realise that was a problem. <laughs> At that point I think we were just like, Oh well that you know, we sort of reskinned uh, Who's Line games. Yeah. And the thing the thing about uh, improv is that improv's older than Who's Line. People have been playing improv mm. games for a long time and a lot of the Who's Lines anyway games are just reskinned improv games that are as old as but they were just the first yeah, mainstream exactly. so that's so there's a lot of reskinning going on these days we try and be make it more unique and more our own yeah because i was lucky so uh last night i did your lock-in show in canterbury and i guess i was lucky enough to uh be involved in a game that you've literally just come up with Oh, you were very lucky uh, yeah because <laughs> like, which, which may never be done again <laughs> no it will be done again yes we so rather than writing material, we write um, mechanics or structures to contain the improv within. Yeah. So the one, the one that you, that you were involved with is a the idea is it's a very serious scene and um, about something relatively mundane that you'll have a, a disagreement about in the house. So it was I think it was putting the toilet seat up. I think is what it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the idea is that it's it's really simple. But if one of the performers laughs or corpses at any point, you give them a an electric shock, and that happened quite a lot. And you had the it power. Was of that, so fun. Yeah. So what was it? So 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 before going to what it what the electric shock was, you, you you mentioned yesterday that that was originally you. So the game you had before, but the but the um. Instead of electric shock, it was something marshmallows. else. Marshmallows. So, so it's based, you know, the sort of like the drinking game, Fluffy Bunnies. Do you remember that? You sort of oh. sit around and put you put a marshmallow in your mouth and then try and say Fluffy Bunnies. And if you like can't do it, then you have to put another marshmallow in. It okay. sort of came from that. Oh, is cool. how we got this material. Yeah, you yeah. Know, that sort of for the Fluffy Bunnies thing, and it just becomes harder. So we thought doing an improv scene whilst it becoming harder and harder is going to get funnier and funnier. Yes. And then so yeah, it became the sort of punishment mechanic. And then, and then having to act seriously whilst doing this. So all through these layers we built up, and then we're like, how do we just step it up one level from marshmallows? That's more than one level. Ele- electric <laughs> what, shock. We went, yeah. We went, uh, we went via water pistols as well. Oh uh, we yeah. We oh really? Water pistols. Yeah. yeah. So we give the, how did that work? Like, the front row these small water pistols, and then ah. sometimes we used to give somebody a massive super soaker. Um, which was like the was bad the, idea. It was so <laughs> stupid. Like if they got you, like that, like the if they're on the front row and you're quite close to them, yeah, that would 
Yeah. It's not as bad as the electric shock. No. So, but it was also a, a, a tech problem. We couldn't play that game anywhere that needed microphones or speakers. Oh, of course. So then you then they get like, a real electric shock. No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whereas now we've got these um, definitely, definitely legal dog collars from China. Is that uh, where you that, got them from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Uh, they're hard to buy in the UK. So we've got these dog collars from China. <laughs> and um, yeah, there's these remote control zappers for... Because that can't what? be... That, those dog collars wouldn't be legal here on dogs, would they? I don't know. Because I mean, the, I mean, the, the, really the, happy on the, the reaction, <laughs> that's it. The reaction that the the the, the yeah. shot gave it was hilarious, but it re- I I was like, individually, so I, it's not like massively painful. It's the actual shock because you don't hundreds of know what's going to come, <laughs> and it does freak you out. The, the awful thing about them is that that setting is on one out of a hundred. You can put it up to a hundred, yeah, and we're on setting one, and it's that's it's bad enough wow. as it is. But yeah, you put that up another. 20, 30, 40 notches, you're going to kill someone. I guess we're yet to try increasing the, the level from one. So maybe it's a very minimal, but it must be a percentage. But who's going to try it? Might, it? Yeah. But let's put it up to two. Let's put it on Robin and put it up to two. <laughs> and then and then we'll see how we react and if it's any more. Uh, yeah. But so, so, 100. So that's an idea that you sort of tried. So the first time you said that it was, it didn't, because last night it went really well. Yeah, it was good. The the first the that was actually the second time we've done it. The first time we did it, the audience were a bit more theatre crowdy, and they um they didn't like the setup of it. They were really like, oh god, no, this is awful. This is such a terrible, awful thing to do. And then as the game progressed, they then found it funny because it is just what watching people in pain, and that is funny. So, how many times would you try a new game with it not working well? before you sort of get rid of it. Oh, you'd be amazed how long we persist with rubbish sometimes. <laughs> we're, on our last tour, so we're on a tour at the moment um, where everything's been... A few stuff got shuffled around early on. But on our last tour, we had this game that we were so convinced should work, but it frankly never did. It was called uh, Hear No Evil, See No Evil, Speak No Evil. Good title. Right? Yeah, good title. Great title for a game. Good film. So, yeah, exactly. So one of us was blindfolded. Yeah. Uh, one of us had headphones and ear defenders on, so with music <laughs> and ear defenders. And one of us had one of those, uh, you know, those jibber jabber mouth things. So it's like a mouth guard that stretches your mouth. So you sort of go, ah, ah, ah. so you can sort of speak, but not really. And so it was a scene for someone who couldn't see, couldn't hear, and couldn't speak. But it was just chaos every single time because so no one could, no one knew what was going on. How did it work? It didn't, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> you'd have, you'd have but, one... but in your head, it must have been like, what, what, well, what no, was the game? It'd be funny because hindering somebody, like that's that's pretty much what most improv games are, is hindering someone somehow. Yeah. Um, whether it means they are providing the voice of somebody else or, um, I don't know, you're... you're you, not even hindering, but you're you're giving them an accent or whatever. You're yeah, changing yeah. something. Well, like last night, you made Matt and I talk at the same time in unison. Yeah, which yeah. Yeah. and that's just inherently hilarious. Yeah, uh, we're very good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so this, we thought this is going to be funny because you're 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 very specifically hindering three people mm. in, in three different ways, and I was the straight man in the scene, so I could do everything because you right. need that straight man to kind of lead people around. But but how it did just, it work? What was it, the idea just, of the game? Uh, well, the the setup would be that you were trying to complete a challenge. So you're, I don't know, on a bank heist or something. Yeah. Um, and yeah, to try and complete a bank heist with someone who can't see, can't talk, um, or or can't hear anything, it's pretty funny. But it just it just didn't it just didn't work. Like because because you couldn't quite work together because yeah, those are pretty important things that you need. Seeing, hearing, and speaking. 
And so to have that taken away from everyone, because the person who couldn't hear... They, that was they me. Had, like, I, I was like, always the ears. So you you had that funny role of the whatever you say is going to be funny because it's going to be incongruous. He just, he's yeah. got no idea what's yeah. happening. In this <laughs> I was just on stage and waiting for someone to look at me directly and I would just go in the handbag or whatever because <laughs> I had no context but for But you'd also not on. know how your bit was going either. No. You're sort of looking at the audience and they just got vague <laughs> smiles like, are you laughing? I can't tell. Yeah, it was... And we were just convinced this was a funny idea. And do you know what? Even funny. as we talk about it now, I'm like, Should we give it another go? Funny, exactly. <laughs> I but, think, maybe it didn't work live, but I reckon if you filmed it with a live audience not laughing and then watched that, I yeah. think that would be funny, <laughs> just seeing the disaster. Yeah, it just, it never quite panned out, did it? It just, yeah, it, and it, it was ending it. You couldn't end it. Like, yeah. that, that's one of the oh, yeah. things about improv is just it's finishing a scene sometimes. Yeah. And there was just no, no way to end it without me going, that's the end. It was just... Oh, that, was so, yeah, that must be quite hard to transition to another one if your audience just hasn't got on board. Because like with, with a one-liner, when I do a one-liner, if it doesn't work, it's pretty quick onto another one. Mm. But if you commit it to a whole game, set it up yeah. so you put earmuffs on. <laughs> that must be really like, awkward. So awkward. Like, you had to wow. take that mouth guard out and there would just be saliva <laughs> everywhere. So cool. with you guys, like, because if it was a stand-up, straight stand-up, we go to a new material night and try stuff but how do you do it would you try something just off the bat in a tour show or would you do you do, you, do you, yeah. you, you i would you even go to a new material thing we, now we know <laughs> um which which we realized this year and went oh we should do a work in progress show because we just never really did them like it was stupid for two edinburgh's in a row we did uh, two afternoon shows kids shows which we're not even that brilliant at this is embarrassing what we're about to say. yeah 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 but Can it's we, also really cool no, we're really it's, cool. It's not, we're real cool guys. This is humiliating. Um, what did we do, Sam? We, two we, two we years in a row. Big show. Big, big show in the Gilda Balloon. Yeah. Big, one of the biggest venues in the fridge every day. And we never run the show at all. And Until we did that we were two literally years in a row. In Edinburgh. It was so dumb. It was really bad. And, you know, that, that first week of shows was not strong. And then we improved it because we were like, oh, we need to fix this. Yeah. This year, we've got renewed vigour. And so our tour show is all new content. Mm. Our uh, The afternoon show that we're working on is going to be all new content. And we are rehearsing a lot more. And we oh, okay. are doing uh, previews in front of just like theatre and comedy friends, just like literally bring them into the rehearsal. You know, basically. I guess with that, yeah, you can... That's that's very different to stand up, isn't it? Because you can rehearse with each other and know whether it's what you're doing's good. Yeah. Because yeah. you're all there to to sort of yeah, judge it's, it. It's, a, it's weird rehearsing improv, but because you're giving your own suggestions to yourselves, and then because because we know each other so well, you know roughly how someone's going to react to a certain thing. Okay. So you're there just going, mm, yeah, that's funny. Mm, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah, we so rarely you laugh. Very little laughter <laughs> unless it's utter garbage, and then we always find that. Hilarious. Yeah, we laugh much more at the stuff that does not work in rehearsal. But, but we, if we are at the end of a bit, we're like, that'll work. We all just sort of go, yeah, that'll work. That's that's yeah, a great yeah. reaction for us in rehearsal. We um, we we also we have the kind of luck of having quite a lot of regular shows that are longer. Like mm. we do regular hour and a half shows or the tour shows okay. are two hours. So when you've got something, you are happy to just sl- like slide it into a show yeah. in between yeah. really strong stuff mm. so that you know, okay, yeah, that's you've got the vibe for whether this will work. So, uh, so here's one of mine. Um, this one doesn't work. Um, I think te- technically it works as a joke, but it's just, I think it's just not funny enough. <laughs> um, so ever since I got the job working at the poker table, I've stopped drinking because I can't deal with a hangover. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
It's exactly. Yeah. That's the exact. <laughs> that's the exact. Shoulder shrug. Makes makes sense. Yeah, technically. That, it, that it scans. It's fine. Yeah, yeah it doesn't. But really it, doesn't go, it doesn't get a. It doesn't, doesn't tickle get a, anything. Does doesn't it? Doesn't get a pop. No. It's never what you want after after you've said a joke, is it? Yeah, that works technically. <laughs> uh. That's what this, that's what this podcast is. That's all this is. And also, I was, I was saying to uh, when I did this with Angela Barnes, just doing jokes one to one is awkward oh, yeah. anyway especially ones we got to think about it because even though that's not funny you still do have to think about deal oh deal yeah, with a hangover deal with a hangover do you sure. mean so one to one it's just that awkward pause where you're thinking are we going to be rude if we don't do it <laughs> Staring don't worry it doesn't, doesn't matter no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm quite happy to uh, to uh, to explain the joke um, so any other games that you sort of over the years you've come up with or even so it was actually something I noticed yesterday because obviously when you guys started, there's five of you and you had Tom Horton yep. in the group um, who played the guitar. Yeah. So yesterday I saw the guitar on stage. And I was like, oh, one of the I didn't know one of these remaining boys played the guitar. <laughs> yeah. And then you offered it out to anyone play the guitar in the audience. Yeah. That was what I, I was, when it, when that happened. I was wondering like, does that. Do you always because you found someone that could genuinely play well? Yeah, that doesn't always happen. Yeah, the no. guy last night was pretty he decent. Was excellent. Yeah, he was in the top five. So, do you always like get that. someone that can roughly play? Or have you ever had it when no one? Oh, we we have had people up on stage that ha, you know have done one guitar lesson. <laughs> uh, not so long ago, a few weeks ago, we had a woman on stage and she was like, "Yeah," and she looked really cool. She looked like a guitarist. Oh, really? We were like, oh, she had yeah. She was covered in tattoos. She was really she was a proper rock chick looking and. <laughs> And then she played one chord over and over again, not in any sort of rhythm recognisable by human ears, but it was really funny. So, so, that's, so, so would you even rather they're not very good? It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't matter really because if it no. like, last night was good because it was it was a good song. It yeah. sounded nice. Because technically, you impressive. could do that without the guitar. Really, it might not be as good, but. Um, could, I think yeah, I think it comes across more polished if you've got. A... <laughs> Ignore that. <laughs> I don't really know what I'm talking about. It comes across more polished if you've got <laughs> an actual instrument. Yeah. But also the fact that it's the the risk element of using an audience member mm. is makes it yes. better. Make, it makes it really it makes it impressive because we have no idea what they're going to no. do. The audience know that too, so there's there's that risk. And if they walk on funny, do you know what I mean? Like they're just confident that you could make yeah. a comment on it, and yeah, 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 yeah. It's one of those things. It came that game came to us because. Well, when Tom left and he was a great musician mm. and like I can produce the tracks the pre-recorded tracks but I can't live play anything yeah um, and so I, I in rehearsal I think once one of us just flippantly said do we even need a guitarist just get someone yeah. from the audience to do it yeah. and then we all paused and went yep that'll work that is a great <laughs> idea that's one of those ones actually there was a little bit of um it happens in in a group sometimes where you know you'll have you'll somebody come up with an idea and then other people are like no no mm. but you do really believe in that idea so it takes a while for it to happen yeah, yeah. and that's one of those ones that you cannot practice so you have to just put it on a show and hope that it works. So did everyone think yeah everyone thought that's a good idea? Not with that one actually. That was no, I think no. that was one of those ones that it was a bit like oh I don't know that's so risky and, and yeah. I think it was weirdly the more musical among us. We're like, that'll work. It'll be fine. Yeah. And the less musical among us were like, how is that ever going to work? Just because it sounds dangerous. But I think if you've got any sort of musical ear, also when you go to a theatre or like an art centre, which is where we do that sort of thing, yeah. there's always someone who can play yeah. the guitar. <laughs> we've we've never had anyone who, like a room where they've just gone, 
guess no, there's no not one 200 here. people. How many were there last yeah, night? Exactly. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 200. Yes. We had a kid do it once, like a 10-year-old. Oh, be, yeah. He was awful, which oh. made then the song <laughs> really bad and like impossible to do. Yeah, but also, the audience found it so funny. Yeah, because you can't do anything too rude. Or you can, or that yeah, makes it was, it makes it was it at it a festival, so it was like a, a uh, kind of family-friendly yeah, yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> and you wanted to just shred this guy to like completely ruin it for his kid, yeah. It was a 10-year-old boy. It was like, and then the thing was, what was really cool, and this is why we like doing audience member games is that it you get to put an audience member on a pedestal you get to celebrate them and like mm. make them a hero for that for that moment and that was great for him because he just he just played a music festival yeah that's yeah. really cool and although it was yeah, in the comedy tent that, and there was he? i don't know 150 people there yeah. he's just been on a stage and he was just he like played it like a rock god and it was <laughs> awesome yeah, has it, it ever cool. gone totally wrong that bit like, no. I mean, that kid was one of the worst guitarists. And the woman who played the chord, <laughs> just one chord over and over again. And of course, the song sounds terrible, but everyone's laughing. Yeah. We take the mick out of them and yeah. then we desperately try and make it work. So if you had to look at it like as a as an improv critic, you'd go, mm. this was terrible. Uh, it didn't go well at all. But did everyone in the room laugh? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And we are not so worried about how how great was the improv we're like hey did everyone have a great time and in fact we, we tried to replace it for this tour with um a different kind of singing game okay uh with one of us actually playing the ukulele and it just didn't it didn't work we were trying to do like a conscious conscience thing so like a kind of good like a good conscience and a bad conscience yeah okay and to try and look at a situation from two different aspects and so that like like Tom said about like oh sometimes sometimes with songs and with our material overall improvisers like you know proper purists don't like us a huge amount because we're just mucking about and we don't care right. we'll do anything to get a laugh and so we tried to do something that's a bit more like oh yeah this is actually it's got a really good concept like the, <laughs> we're looking at the good or bad of the same situation and, and two people are singing and having a kind of yeah, song yeah. battle and it just just didn't it work it was like just a good a bit idea boring. sounds very yeah. Edinburgh yes it's very Edinburgh and that partly was the problem it was like it was just, just didn't mix with your other stuff yeah it, it just it just it was just a bit too plain it was just a bit too obvious wasn't it it was like yeah. here is why this thing is good here is why this thing is bad um, like yeah yeah it, it almost felt like the audience were getting to the the jokes so it's like oh should i cheat on my homework the audience knows those the answers to yes yeah, and yeah. no it, it just felt like we weren't being that creative we were just sort of going going through the motions and then if you were too creative with it, you weren't answering the question. I don't know. It just didn't quite scan. So how many times did you try that with it, be it just sort of dying? Like four. Yeah, three, maybe. four, really five. Yeah. 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 We, There's still it, something there, but maybe not this year. Yeah, I think we need to be reworked. So is it something like, because with jokes, like as I've got better at writing, I go back over stuff and then mm. reword it. And all of a sudden it's a really strong gag. Like would that would that still happen with your stuff? Have you ever gone back over stuff? Yeah, and- Absolutely. On this tour, um, we've got a, a bit that we're doing where I do the voices for everyone in the scene. So I, I'm the only person that can speak and everyone else just mimes. And so I'm the voiceover artist for the scene. We have tried to do a dubbing-based scene <laughs> 10 different ways oh, really? over the years. And we've tried it all these different ways and it was sort of too hard or like a lot of people said oh it looks like it's fun and it was just this nightmarishly difficult thing to do and this <laughs> weird thing like, oh that looked fun was it funny no 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 it just looked fun yeah. for you yeah. alright brilliant <laughs> and so we had all these different ways that we like dubbing each other it is funny we can make each other do stuff and then yeah this time for the uh, first yeah. time we tried it just one person is outside and is dubbing everyone else and suddenly it clicked but yeah I think you know, we've been working for 10 years and I think 
from really early doors, we were trying to do a dubbing-based oh, thing. That's cool. We did. We, we played a few different versions of it. And some for quite long periods of time, but they just mm. it's kind of like, oh, we didn't have anything else, so we have to kind of put this. We used to do it where everyone in the scene would dub somebody else. So your voice right. would be someone else, their voice would be someone else. It's got it was a mess. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite funny, but yeah. I'd love to just see a show of all these messes, like... I'd love just to yeah, watch all we, your we rejected. We about doing that in Edinburgh, just doing like a hey, here's the stuff that didn't make it. Yeah, yeah. We're just doing a drunken night. Of- we have a uh, we have a phrase for a game that uh, that doesn't quite work, but sort of should. It's a comedy butler. So it's like in a TV series, if you go to a, a posh manor and you meet this really wacky comedy butler character, it can work really well for that one episode. But if you then try to bring the comedy butler back if other episodes, you're like, no, man, that was funny for one off. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, So the comedy butler games, like ones that work because of strange context. Oh, that's what or, you call them? Yeah, we call them the game as a comedy butler. Oh. Like you can, you can use it once and it'll be funny because of context and because it's so bombastic and dumb. Yeah, yeah. But if you keep trying to do it again, either you will do an absolute exact... You'll do the mm. same game again. You know, even with the suggestions, it'll end up being the same because it was only funny because of the way it worked. Yeah. But you're trying to, trying to make it work multiple times. It's just like, no, this character, this comedy butler is only good for one episode. Yeah. And sometimes an improv game is only good for one episode. Sometimes, I don't know why, but sometimes I'll try a joke and it will smash the first ever time I do it and then never work again. <laughs> And it's one of those, and and it never it leaves you. Yeah. Is it something about the, the the excitement of it for the first time? Could be, or it could just be you're having a good gig and they're just laughing at mm. everything because <laughs> yeah. they're just on board. So you're like, oh, throw this one in because I know it's yeah. new and it's risky, and they're just so behind you. And, and they, then on a on a not so strong gig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe. But I had I can't remember if I've told this in the, one of the previous podcasts, but um, there, there's a joke I did in Brighton. I said that like that because we're in Brighton now. I don't think I've established <laughs> that. But in Brighton, when I was really new, and it was about uh, being doing sports science at uni because that's what I did, and about um, uh, oh god, I can't even remember it. It was it was it was about oh yeah yeah. I thought so. I thought the sports science degree would just be kicking a football around all day. That's what people say. That's that's like the common conception. Sure. Yeah, and. Uh, but it was, and then I say it was actually all science theory based. And then I got kicked out of my first lecture for a sliding tackle, right? Which, which you smirked. <laughs> yeah. That, that really worked the first time I did it. And it's never worked again. And that was probably eight years ago. And it still bothers me. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a momentum thing that? Certain I, things go better next to others. And I don't know. I think, yeah, there is. And you just have to try. Yeah. Cause I've had jokes that don't work. And then all of a sudden, so I had a joke in the last show that I dropped, which was, um, I think there should be an award for the best knock knock jokes, like the Nobel Prize, <laughs> right? Which I think is a great joke. That's and, good. And where I put it in the show just didn't work. Yeah. And I think it was just f- from what it followed. Because sometimes if you do a really good rude joke, I guess a really good hit, if you straight after do just a clever one mm. that isn't rude, it will never get a good laugh. So that that is so that is important when you place yeah. it. But since I've been working a new show, I just tried it again and it just works every time now. Weird, isn't it? So, yeah, so I think. I think, yeah, it, that is important where you put them. But we have that with the with the structures that we have. So we'll have like um, we group them in in different ways. Like you say, they're like a rude one and a not so rude one mm. next to each other. Like we'll have um, we have like audience member games, or we have we know that this is a high energy scene, oh, or yeah. that this is this one is uh, you take loads of suggestions throughout the game, and you need those evenly spaced mm. around a what we call a games list, um, a, 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 the show, the set for the show. Um, 
you need those evenly spaced for momentum to kind of be uh, flowing yeah, yeah. better. Yeah. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am, but Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Okay, so this one I've had for years and it's never never flown. And I've tried it so many different ways. I just think it's just not doable. So, do you want to hear the way it is now or the original? Uh, oh, original. Original yeah. was, um, I I noticed the other day that they, that they sell disfigurements on market stalls because I walked past and someone shouted come get your cauliflower ear right <laughs> but I don't know that's quite fun but is it a disfigurement that's the thing does people know a cauliflower ear as a disfigurement is it a disfigurement also it's quite a it's quite a big concept to open it's, with it's also they're selling disfigurements my brain starts going oh my Whoa. god what like but also yeah because a lot most of my jokes are set up in reality so the audience isn't put off by yeah, the, the yeah, setup. Yeah. That's not in reality at all. So, but you always have to, with this one, You ha- the cauliflower ear has to be the last bit. To the yeah. So then I had one where I, the, the most recent version is, um, how did I word it? I was wor- I worked on a market stall, fruit, fruit and veg stall, um, and I really annoyed a rugby player because when he walked past, I said, come get your cauliflower ear. Do you know what I mean? It's like, because rugby players have colourful yeah. ears, but then do people know that? Because originally, I, I also yeah. tried it as like a UFC fighter because they they have. I them. feel like it's rug, rugby is definitely yeah where I associate yeah. it. Or it's it feels like it's a long just... journey though, isn't it? Market still rugby player. What? It does seem not worth it to bother. Like almost, why are you on the? <laughs> why why are you working at a market stall if he's the rugby player? Come and get your cauliflower ear. 
he just happened to it. Yeah, yeah I, I, I think doesn't... the original's better. Yeah. But it's still, like you say, I think it's just nonsense. What, so, what, so have you ever done, come up with a game that has just been really horrendous? Oh, God. Oh, we did... Um... I wonder if you're about to name the same <laughs> the one I one I was going to do. Oh, go on. Oh, we, uh, we, we did a thing um, where every prop in the scene was drawn... <laughs> so that's the somebody one I was going to mention. Somebody would be on the side, just like somebody like, ah, oh, yeah, I'm gonna get my gun out, and somebody would be there with just some paper, just I really quickly draw it and give it. But of course, you just don't have time <laughs> draw to draw enough. a gun or to draw anything. But, it's the, but the point be that it's bad. It, a little, Drawing. yeah. But the speed, like, and also the, the embarrassing thing about that show was that there was nobody there apart from a whole improv troupe that turned up. And, oh, right. like, and we were really trying some new stuff out as well. I was like, oh no. <laughs> Terrible. Um, didn't, didn't what are the rules with other improv troops? So if you saw another improv troop doing the electrocution, would that annoy you? No. Really? Nah. That doesn't bother you? Well, if you've come up with a concept. I guess the electrocution thing, like punishment improv, like a, a sort of like you mess up something, mm-hmm. so you, they, there's you corpse or. The, the, the punishment improv is a thing. Yeah, we want we aren't the first people to do that. May I don't maybe someone else has done electrocution. I don't know. I certainly mm. haven't googled it because I know to check because I know, know with like ventriloquism, someone did the thing where you, they put get a human on an audience member. It's probably going to be human. Aren't human, they? <laughs> most often humans in uh, audiences. And then, and then they put the mouth thing on, oh, yeah. and then they make the mouth work. And you saw, I saw, I don't know who I saw do that first, but they all do it now. So yeah. I don't, and I don't know if they the person that came up with that first. I don't know whether that. Uh, it's, it's something that's... It's, it's almost impossible. It's, it's like how many original ideas are there? It's, mm. it's the same. It's the same as when comics get annoyed over other people using the same stuff. Mm. Like you could have independently come to those thoughts. Yeah, yeah, own yeah. Thought. Like you know, you might not have done. Maybe somebody has nicked something and then reworded it. But that does happen as well. It's difficult. It's, with. And I, I used... often with like with one liners. I think it must be mm. especially hard because well, I had my one, which was my my Waterstones one. Oh, yeah, it's like the most one. stolen joke I've ever had. It's like soccer AM. Loads of people. But that was on one of those lists of like top jokes of the fringe. So once that was printed, that was 2015. Mm. And then if you look on Twitter, it's been done so many times and, mm. it, and it stops at 2015. So it 100% yeah, all it, came from If that. it's on a list like that as yeah. well. But, yeah, I, but-, but I'm past worrying now. It's, it's been done so much. It's, it's a compliment, I think, now. Mm. And I just think you can't worry about it. Just keep yeah. writing more. I just keep writing. That's it. Like With wordplay as well, like... Yeah. What well, you're the first person to have ever looked at the word radiator and gone, right, how can I mess with that? What's the. You know, is there one? The, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is there one, Mark? Come on. Um, uh, oh, what know. happened to the that use it cannibal Raymond? Radiator. Oh, no, <laughs> no, I, mean, I did it on the spot. You could do a radi- radiator joke to warm the crowd up, couldn't you? Yeah, yeah. there you go. That's, he's hey. the pro, isn't he? He's the one that knows. <laughs> oh, I do like that. That's a good, that's a good little opener, that, isn't it? Always do a little radiator joke just to warm the crowd up. <laughs> oh, really? good. If you don't do that yeah. tonight, I'm open with it tonight. Open I with am going to do it tonight and yeah. it'll yes. die. But it's your show, so don't matter. Yeah, I don't matter. <laughs> so this prop drawing game, hmm. we we had like bits of paper. We also had paper bags so that you could like put your hand into yeah. the paper bag. So if you were holding something, you could put your hand in the paper bag and you could put it on your head. So it was like, oh, I've got a hat. We really th- spent a lot of time thinking about this paper bag mechanic. Like, oh, it'd be clever because there's lots of things you can do with a paper bag. Turns out it wasn't clever. It, it, it was just you can't draw quick enough and the drawings were bad and then the scene was slow 
and then the jokes were pointless. <laughs> the thing is, then you talk about like going back and seeing, uh, looking at other stuff later on. Like we then did use that idea in a show of like drawing stuff. Like we drew, we um we did a plot based show where we kind of had to save the planet or something, mm. and um we would, unbeknownst to the audience, we would draw a map of everywhere we had been and all the characters that had happened, um on a big. Um, oh, cool. A big whiteboard behind the stage. Mm. And then the end of the show was us revealing that map and then seeing about everything that we'd just done. Oh, um, cool. So that was really cool when you kind yeah. of repurpose stuff into something much better. It's almost like a what well, says callback. Yeah. yeah, it was basically just a big, hey, a giant callback and just, Listen, look what we did, everyone. Mm, and it yeah. was never like a ha ha ha, that's hilarious. But it got this really nice, no. Oh. <laughs> oh, feel, that feels like a nice end. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and if you, it it's one of those things that a show like that, if you had loads of money and you could take it on tour and you were famous or whatever you'd it's a really nice memento to have that oh wow that's oh, yeah. all the stuff that we created together you yeah. can you know put it on a t-shirt or whatever and just give, yeah, it, sell it. give it out to people i'll sell it yeah sure <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think that was the thing we it was literally us doing it backstage so whenever we weren't on stage okay. one of us was backstage mm. drawing yeah yeah except sam because apart from me i'm not allowed to draw yeah, why is that i i had an audition and i failed <laughs> You audition each other. Well, f- f- well, for this particular thing, we were like, we can all draw, right? We can all draw, all nodding at each I other. Like, yeah, um, like- <laughs> I might need lessons because <laughs> you can all sing, can't you? Which is really useful for your thing because it won't work. Like, have you ever had a member that can't sing? We've currently, yeah, well, we've currently do, got yeah, two. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Are they in this room? <laughs> no, <laughs> um, no, that's not fair. Um, can hold a note. Yeah, yes. can hold a tune exactly, and can. Le- the truth I is, I really think that if if you spent three weeks with us singing the same song every day you'd be able to hold that mm. yeah. I believe that the same tune that's yeah it's the same tune okay yeah when we first started Charlie was a guy who you know he's not with us anymore but he's not dead he's just not in the group anymore <laughs> uh, Charlie was just that's like I, I cannot sing I, I just don't think I can do the song games and we just said we're just going to sing this same song every day mm. and then he learned how to sing that and then we learned another song and then he's got two songs and then mm. Once a year, he could pick up a new song. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And, you know, by the time he left, he, he could sing six songs, you yeah. know. But it is just repetition. It's, it's mm. fascinating with yeah. the song games, though, because they're the ones that people that aren't in the troupe or that aren't improvisers find just so baffling as to how that's possible. But Whereas, actually, is by far the easiest thing to do because the structure is so much more defined than if you're doing uh, a scene game. Mm. Like, that's why song games tend to work more frequently when you try them out because it's such a structure and people know this is the end of a song clap now yeah yeah um and even if the content wasn't good they're still going to be ending mm. up uh, with an applause at the end at the end of the song um but even like before we've done workshops to like uh we did a workshop in a, an a cappella festival and they wanted to learn how to sing but improvise at the same time and some mm. of them were just baffled but they just couldn't do it really and it was like you you they had the ability to actually sing but to just put um words improvised words into a structure to then rhyme them yeah just just couldn't do it it's incredible i think it's one of those things you said it's easier to do i think that it's a really different skill and some people won't have that so an improvised scene you have to be really loose and open an improvised song you have to be really structured and like you have to be really strict with yourself because you've got time, you must do this much time, and that probably means this many syllables. Yeah, yeah. It's two totally separate skills, and even though they look all part of the same show, it's you've yeah. got a bit more time to think about it, haven't you? Why the other guy singing? Why the guy that's singing? You've got more times. You line it up, and you've got to hit timings, and you've got to yeah. you've got to hit jokes at the right points in a scene. So that's you can say something me. incidentally funny, but in a song, you have to do it when you need to do it. So that would scare me 
like cause, like doing improv is out of my comfort zone but i really enjoy it because it, it there's not there's not really any pressure on the games that i did with you but that would freak me out i think well not i couldn't mm. sing anyway but <laughs> yeah just you know yeah i guess i guess I, yeah i look at it as being uh a more simple a simpler way of improvising because of the structures mm. yeah maybe. i think that's your brain though yeah I think your brain appreciates <laughs> order oh, right, I, oh I love the anarchy i took that name. differently yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the noise next door I don't right. know, that was pathetic. It was, yeah. because it's in the park. You didn't back yourself. I didn't back myself. Yeah. That, it was the energy of a shout. It was really it was weird volume. Yeah. <laughs> was it? <laughs> you get the point. Yeah. Uh, there's a noise next door. Good one, eh? Great. Joel? Yeah, really good. Producer really Joel. interesting guys. Yeah, I thought it was great. And uh, I forgot to say that there was just two of the noise next door. Normally there's four in their band. Troop. 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 Improv troop. Improv troop. Uh, normally there's four of them, but we only had uh, one mic between two, so between four that would have been mad. Mm-hmm. Uh, so hopefully we'll get the other two on at some point. That'd be nice, and they could tell us whether all that that they just said was a load of nonsense. Um, I hope you're enjoying the podcast. Um, I'm really pleased with all the feedback and all that stuff. Um, please tweet in at Jokes with Mark or any social media, actually, at Jokes with Mark. I changed all my social media handles. Yeah, I did, yeah. All the handles are now Jokes with Mark. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Tinder. T- no. Um, <laughs> strokes with Mark. <laughs> um, yeah, and leave us a review on iTunes if you're enjoying it. Next week, uh, I do believe we have Dane Baptiste. So uh, give us a subscribe so you don't miss that. And but we'll record the intro in a quiet room. Yeah, we're going to record the intro not in a park. Thanks, Joel. Nice to see you. Thanks, Mark. Uh, can you just pass me the strawberries? Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit Amfem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.